When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Toolkit Depot studio. You've still got your chance to get a late text in and let us know what you think on the temporary bedshed text line. That is 0487 736 736. Look forward to talking to this bloke every week. Scott Sadler is part of the SEN and NRL Nation family. He's our resident NRL expert on Mornings with Mark Duffield, and he joins us on the show. Scott, welcome. Hey, Duff, how are you, mate? I'm going all right, mate. I'm going better than the Cowboys because we in the AFL, we had our own bottom-of-the-ladder flogging last week with Hawthorne beating West Coast by 116 points, and you had one in your competition as well with the West Tigers absolutely horse-whipping the Cowboys 66-18. What happened? Oh, who knows? It's, it's the biggest win in West Tigers history, biggest loss. I think in the Cowboys history, early on in the days when they came in the comp 1995, the North Queensland Cowboys, they, they did uh, suffer a lot of heavy losses in those early years, but I don't think any one is as big as this one, especially as a team that's down the bottom of the ladder. Now, the Cowboys haven't been travelling that great themselves, even though they were a real premiership threat last year, um, finishing the top four, but I, no one saw this coming. A lot of people had predicted a potential win by the Tigers, which would have been an upset, but not to the the capacity that it was. And I've been involved in those sort of games when we played Melbourne one year in 1998, their first year in the club. I think they beat a 60-6. to six. And it was just one of those games when just you just can't stop the, the flow of possession they get. You can't stop just the... Yeah, just that uh, that rhythm they get into, and you're trying to do everything you can, and it just just makes everything worse. So, yeah, for the Cowboys, they are in a really they're in a real world, world of hurt at the moment. Okay, now the other thing that's happened since we last spoke is the Dragons finally pulled the trigger on their coach Anthony Griffin. Um, yep. what, what's the what are the developments there in terms of a replacement? Are we still looking at Jason Riles as the the likely man? Well, I, I, no one really knows, to be quite honest, because I don't think the Dragons really know. There has, there's been word coming out of Dragons that something is going to be announced today, but we don't know whether it's a coach or whether it's, um, I don't know. Well, we, there is a whisper that something's coming out. It, might, it may, not, may not be anything newsworthy, to be quite honest, but it's keeping everyone on their toes. Um, but, you know, everyone's indicating it's going to be a Jason Riles, but... He's got another year to go into the Roosters. There was a rumour during the week, again, hasn't been confirmed by the Roosters, that, that they're going to let him go at the end of this year, um, whether he coaches the Dragons or not. I, yeah, the rumour was duffed that because he's actually gone and had a meeting with the Dragons, the Roosters have more or less gone, well, we can't trust you more or less. So, um, again, not confirmed, so not whether it's, whether it's true or not. Uh, it's the old sporting grapevine. But... Two weeks ago, I heard Ben Hornby was going to be the man, former premiership winner and uh, captain of their 2010 premiership side. Um, yeah, he's at South Sydney as an assistant, yeah. So we just don't know. We don't know. What I do know is that from an administration point of view and, and the way that the Dragons have conducted themselves over the years has been really poor. And 
they've really got to look internally first and foremost and start fixing up some of the concerns they've got uh, at various levels of their organisation um, because whatever coach comes in is going to come under the same umbrella that the previous coaches have been, which they didn't have a lot of ownership of the side. So, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a few harsh uh, realities and half, harsh conversations that the Dragons have to have before they, uh, they allocate a coach. Absolutely. Get your own house in order, as they say. Now, mate, of course, next week, one of the highlights on the Australian sporting calendar, the State of Origin series, it gets underway in Adelaide. Buddy Adelaide, mate. Soon they'll be starting the Sydney to Hobart yacht race in Adelaide. Seriously, everything's going to Adelaide. Um, what are you yeah. making What are you making of the build-up to the game? Oh, well, it's a little bit different, actually. I mean, the build-up's been great because we've got New South Wales, Jerome Luai's already fired a shot over the of the of the um, defence line, more or less, just sort of saying, well, you know, so and so in Selwyn Cobbo had said in a podcast, I think in the off season, that Jerome Luai's a grub, and so Jerome Luai's more or less said, well, what are you going to do about it? So oh, I love that. I love when someone <laughs> uh, throws a hand grenade over the fence. Um, so the build-up's been great. Uh, again, there's you know, there's a lot of speculation around some players that weren't picked, but. Um, I'm never going to question anyone like Billy Slater, who knows knows Origin better than most, and is one of our greatest ever players in the game. So I'm, not going to, I'm never going to question him from a Queensland point of view about the team that he's picked. Uh, Freddie, he's been asked some questions as well. Freddie Fittler, the coach of New South Wales, about why he left some certain players out. So you have that every year. That's that's no different. But what I do love is that there's there's some barbs being thrown, and I like that. That's what Origin's all about. It's um, it separates, you know, for about a six-week period, it separates friendships. I mean, Matty Rogers, who does my show, he plays with a, he does with, a, he plays golf with Greg Bird, one of the, one of the great Origin New South Wales players. He said they don't, they don't basically play much golf together over the next three to six weeks because because there's so much hatred between, you know, the friends. So it's what this does for six weeks throughout the year. It just, it uh, creates controversy, creates debate. And it stifles friendships, and that's why it's so passionate. So Adelaide's a weird one, you know. I, I don't know. I'm a bit of a traditionalist, so I like seeing State of Origin played in the rugby league traditional background. Um, I'm fortunate enough to go to you know, Perth and Adelaide and and watch Origin and commentate Origin. I'm very fortunate to do that. Um, and it was there when they played in 2020. Actually, it was a great win by Queensland that night. So. Um, can't wait to get down there. I know that because Origin is, yeah, it's, it it just brings something different, something we don't see on the on the sporting calendar. Yeah, it is a great stadium, the Adelaide Oval. It's um, when they get really loud, the um, the grandstands actually rock a bit, Scotty. Um, I was yep. I was there for the 2017 prelim when Adelaide beat Geelong that night, and. Um, we're sitting in the in the press box, and the grandstand started moving a bit, which was a bit unnerving, I have to say. <laughs> but uh, hey, um. Uh, Jake Trebojevic, calf injury, so you won't be seeing him next week in Adelaide. No, and he's going to be out for six weeks as well, which is which is um, rules him out of the entire Origin series, but also doesn't make him available, of course, obviously for for Manly's club team. So that's a big out, actually. He's a, he's a no nonsense player. He's one of those players that does a lot of work that really, you know, a lot of the commentators, a lot of the fans and the stands don't see, but. The coaches and the players around him do. He's really important in New South Wales, especially defensively. He cleans up a lot of work. And 
And Campbell Graham, who I've got to say has been the best centre in the competition this year, he, he was chosen as 18th man for New South Wales. Um, he couldn't even get a position on the wing, funnily enough, and and he's got a he's got a bit of an injury to his sternum, so he's basically been ruled out of origin, but he'll play for South Sydney this week. So what they're saying is he couldn't train for the entire 10 days with New South Wales, which they really require you to do, especially being your first origin match for Campbell Graham. So we're going to rule you out of origin because he can't participate in all the training. But he's going to, it looks like he may play for South Sydney this weekend, so it's a, it's a strange one. But... Um, yeah, I don't blame him to be corners because he's been the best centre and wasn't able to crack their, their starting side. So, yeah, may as well just keep playing for club. Absolutely. Tell us about the build-up and how it works because they go into camp, don't they? What do, how does that work? So both teams, uh, all players, it's uh, informed on Sunday night, just gone duff, and then Monday morning they all get together uh, in camp. Uh, New South Wales, of course, in New South Wales and Queensland in, in Brisbane. Uh, they all get together, and basically from from Monday through to when they fly down to Adelaide, which might be Monday or Tuesday, uh, they're in camp the entire time. So uh, there's still NRL games that play on the weekend. They are split round, so there's I think there's seven teams that aren't playing this week. So there's five games this weekend in the NRL, and some of those are, have been affected by Origin players who won't be in their side. So it gives a really good opportunity for for teams to start climbing the ladder a little bit without the superstars if you're playing against them. So, um, But it's, yeah, the, the build-up is... A lot of people forget about the NRL games, to be quite honest. That's why it's an argument why they should put the, the start of Origins on the weekends and just let it dominate the weekends of, of rugby league. So, uh, And it is... Yeah, you've got media, Queensland media up against New South Wales media and vice versa. they got leaks coming out of out of both camps, which actually aren't ever true. Um, <laughs> it creates it creates so much debate. Yeah, there'll be you know, Cameron Munster apparently has got a really bad rib injury, so he won't be able to train until the day before the game. You know, it's just you know, all these great narratives that, that emerge over Origin, um, and a lot of them are just they're basically just hearsay. It finds the front page of the paper, but I tell you what it does do also does. Origin has this great ability to unearth these amazing stories, especially on debutants. You know where they've come from, their hometowns, and you know the, the battles that they've they've um, had to get through to, to to get to where they are now. You know, one that comes to mind is a, a young player that plays on the bench for Queensland. His name's Ruben Cotter. He's a small, what they call a small forward in rugby league. He probably should doesn't fit the the right measurements for the modern-day rugby league player. But this is a kid at the age of 19, 20, 21, had three knee reconstructions and decided, oh, I'm just going to give rugby league one more year just to give it a go at 21, 22. And the Cowboys give him a train and trial contract a couple of years ago and he and he, he goes really well and all of a sudden he makes his first grade debut and then all of a sudden that same year he plays State of Origin in, in 2021, I think it was his first year, um, it's a great story. It's just a really great story of a, of a kid that's had to jump a lot of hurdles and barriers. And now he's he plays in the biggest game in the rugby league calendar. And he's not only that, he's he's also received the man of the match in one of those state of origins as well. So yeah, there's all these yeah these great storylines that emerge over Origin. Yeah, I, I love it, I, and I think AFL has lost something because they've let their own oh, state of origin series yeah, fall by the wayside. Oh. This is the best rugby you can see. 
Um, and even if you're not a big fan of rugby, you will tune in to watch this, to watch this rivalry. And um, and it is the game at its absolute highest level. And uh, and and we've lost a mechanism to do that in AFL footy, and it's our fault and it's our loss. Who wins, Scott? Well, Queensland are again are the underdogs. I, I don't know why this time. I, I think Queensland should be the favourites. Um, neutral territory, which I think uh, favours... You might be able to help me out here, Duff, as an AFL man. The Adelaide Oval, uh, Queensland have won there previously. Is it generally a fast pitch or is it generally a slower sort of pitch when it comes to AFL? Is it? I would, agree? And what I'm, what I'm getting at here is if it's a low-cut grass, a really fast track, if it's a really fast track... It suits New South Wales. I think it'll be a it'll be a good track for rugby. I think a quick track, yeah. It's a it's an ideal track for footy, which I would imagine would translate to a quick track for rugby. I, I would say. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, Queensland has you know they've won there before, um, and I think Queensland will win. I hope Queensland win. If you win game one, percentages tell you you're going to win the series. They go to Suncorp in Queensland for game two. So winning game one is just it's so important for Queensland. Um, so if, if that's the case, I think I think Queensland win. I think it's a really close game. Um, but, yeah, can't wait. I can't wait to get down to, to Adelaide Wednesday morning, actually. Scott Sadler, always a favourite on the show. Thanks for joining us, mate. Good luck down in Adelaide. Uh, there's not that much fun you can have in Adelaide anyway, so you'll be you'll be right down there. It's not like Caxton Street in uh, in Magic Round. So, the last time I played in Adelaide was 1998, and everything shut at 12 o'clock. There so. you go. <laughs> yeah. All right, Scott, take it easy, have fun, and we look forward to talking to you again next week. Yeah, anytime. Said enough. Scott Tatler, part of the SEN and NRL Nation family, will be back to wrap up the show after the break.